Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Mature Gamer Podcast at Bits and PCs. With me tonight we have Clarky. Hello. And we have Vimesy. What's up? I, I, just for that, I think we might have to start this again for the, the fifth time. <laughs> right. Third time's charm. Let's just get on with it. Um, so how have you two been then? All right? Yeah, good. Shame you weren't on the show last week, Clarky. Internet problems. And I hope we don't have a revisit of that. I'm surprised I didn't get the call. Um, what are I'll... you recording on, John? What do you mean, what am I recording well, on? Are you using your Mac Mini? Because I'm just thinking the likelihood of it all going peak tong is... No, no, the Mac, the Mac Mini's been retired and replaced by the beautiful and multifunctional and used everyday MacBook Air, which is oh, well, brilliant. Yeah, you should have called me in, because there wasn't half enough knob gags and uh, gay innuendo, I thought, last week. But very informative. Um, I would have liked to have had the... That's what we were aiming for. We were aiming for our... You know, we figured one every 60 shows, we should have an informative episode. Uh, A no-laugh episode, I think we'll call that. Um, I wanted to have a chance to berate uh, Beastie for his bloody miserableness at not even getting remotely excited at what was clearly an excellent product. Uh, the Oculus uh, Rift. I mean, he even said, I'm going to buy one now, but uh, it's still shit. I mean, how is that possible? Well, he was, he, to be fair, he's the only one out of the four of us that has actually tried it. Yeah, but it's it's an oxymoron. Well, it's not an oxymoron, that doesn't make any sense. Whatever. <laughs> I think we might have to start this again. No, let's crack on. Um, so, <laughs> well, should we crack... Oh, let's talk... Um, at the head of the show. This really isn't going well, is it? Uh, Clarky, you've got a competition for us, haven't you? He wonders why we didn't bring him in last week. <laughs> well, you've thrown me with all your nonsense. Clarky, you've got a competition for us, mate. Yeah, uh, well, not a competition as such. It's just kind of a proof that we have some listeners. Uh, so I'm going to read out a Steam code for The Walking Dead on the PC. Um, by all means, redeem it if you're the first one listening to this. Yeah, um, let me just get my notepad up. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Um, it wasn't bad, it wasn't the worst I've done to be fair if you're not a member of the forum please uh, drop us a, uh, a tweet at MGPBits to say that you know I'm a listener and I've read in this code so without further ado the code is 9 7 Y as in Yankee X as in X-Ray V as in Victor Q as in Queen 3 6 L as in Lima, three. <laughs> Final digits are <laughs> five. D as in I sound like a dickhead. Z as in zebra. K as in knob. And N as in my career is going nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what the joke is. Did that spell out something rude like John is a twat or something? No, it's just the way he tells them. <laughs> right. yeah, please redeem. This is clearly going to be one of those episodes. Um, so, Vimesy, um, who won the uh, Crisis 3 competition that was on uh, the last show that I was on? Because um, uh, what did we have to do? We had to tweet MG- yeah, uh, MGP yeah, bits. Tweet with MGP bits, your most personal gaming crisis. Because I thought, you know... And uh, yeah, we had a, a whole host of entries. Um, <laughs> so many entries that you won, John. Really, I'm amazed. Yeah. So 
I'm, I'm actually going to um, open it up again, give people one last whoa, chance. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you, A, you've probably already got it. I haven't, and I won't play it, so get crack on. <laughs> so same again. Um, if you tweet at MGPBits, your most personal gaming crisis, uh, a, a code of Crisis 2 on PC will be winging its way to you through the airwaves. Um, even if you don't want it, just tweet it so we feel like we have actually got somebody listening to this and who gives a damn. Um, that would be nice. We do yeah. have people listening. And um, did you notice that the, uh, for want of a better word, console show, we're riding high at number one in the video game charts this week? Yeah, on our coattails, that's what it'll be. Well, to be fair, uh, I'm not sure where we were. I didn't have a look. Um, but uh, it just kind of proves to me that GCSEs Don't are getting a bit easier. Really. You just you just stampled all over my badly crafted and poorly executed joke there. Was there a joke there? Yeah, well, we'll have a break and we'll be back shortly. I'm just going to deal with the Vimesy issue. <laughs> Right, Vimesy, I hope you feel um, soundly berated for... Uh... Oh, I, feel, I feel, I'm sorry. I must apologise to everybody for my behaviour. Um, it won't happen again. I you... apologise to my Lord and Master, to Pope be... John the Great One. To be fair, you probably saved a lot of people from cringing and uh, and my uh, my embarrassment at a very poor joke. Um, so let's get on with the, uh, the meat and two veg of what we're uh, supposed to be talking about here. And... Uh, Clarky, what have you been up to, mate? Uh, I bought Rayman Legend, which is the new Rayman game. Oh, and and, it, and it what is. format did you buy it on PC? Um, I bought <coughs> it on a uh, Windows-owned system, yes. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, lads, let's snap it up a bit. That's we've a got, long we, we, we want to be number one. We want to be number one. Yeah. <laughs> So what's it like then? Because Raymond it, Origins is it Raymond Origins? That's dull as fuck. Even though everyone seems to think it's it was uh, fucking it was... hell. What was that? Uh, it was just a text off my mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Apologies to any listeners. It will get better from here. Um... No, this game is absolutely to quote the title legendary. Um, it is. It's like Raymond Origins on. Steroids it is absolutely crazy and a pleasure to play. Uh, it takes the it takes the original kind of very daft cartoony style that the original had, uh, applies another layer of polish to make it look even more beautiful, and comes with an absolute shit ton of uh, little extras inside it, including things like uh, sort of online daily challenges where you can you can run through certain levels and basically try and get as far, run as far as you can before dying. Uh, your name then goes upon a uh, worldwide scoreboard where you can compare it with other people around the world or indeed people on your uh, PC, Xbox or PSN account list. Um, but yeah, I, 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 this this has to be, this is surely platforming's finest moment. This is an absolute joy to play. I mean, you, Anyone who's anyone who's played Origins, you 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 owe it to yourself to pick this up. It's it is just amazing. Um, level wise, it's uh, it's split into about five or six worlds. You, I think you usually have about six or seven levels. 
followed by a boss battle, and then you get this uh, brilliant sort of final level that sort of ties everything together, where you are basically running like an idiot through this uh, through this level to the tune of a uh, sort of. Uh, take on uh, certain popular songs. I mean, uh, one of my favourites at the moment is a very uh, mariachi take on Eye of the Tiger, which is uh, absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, buy this game. It is far, far better than any platform currently out on the market. Is there any point... I mean, I haven't been following this because, as I said before, it doesn't really interest me. And I don't know why I'm asking because I'm not going to buy it because it'll just be a waste. Um, What's the best platform to buy it on? Because... Well, this was supposed to be a Wii U exclusive, wasn't it? Is there any point in buying it on the Wii U? Is there any benefit to that? Um, you can kind of play it on uh, local co-op with four other people on the Xbox and PS3. I'm not sure about the PC version. Uh, the Wii U, you can play it uh, with five people because the fifth person uses the gamepad to uh, control this little flying frog thing called Murray who basically can sort of interface with the environment, move obstacles out of the way, shield you from fireballs, uh, which doesn't seem like it's as much fun as it sounds. Uh, the Xbox and the other and the PS3 version and the PC version get around this by simply uh, mapping this character's function to the, uh, to the uh, B key in the case of the Xbox, in which case you just run through a level, he appears, oh, there's a rain, loads of fireballs raining down, quick press B and he'll pull a shield in the way of them. Um <laughs> If this had have had a lot of the functionality that was kind of teased as, I think the Wii version would be possibly the Wii U version would possibly be the best one because I know they uh, very early on they kind of teased it with uh, I don't know almost like a sort of Skylanders Disney Infinity type thing where you could pick little figures up and drop them onto your uh, game pad and that figure would then appear in the game as a playable character. I know they did it with I think uh, one of the rabbits from that. Uh, god-awful game series that I don't like. Uh, and also, I think, Ezio from uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, but that was all dropped. So <laughs> I can kind of understand why they made this multi-platform. Uh, the Wii U wasn't doing too well, so they opened it up to everyone else, and it is brilliant. Um, I have uh, bought a version of it, and I will also be picking up the Vita version when it's released, I believe, this Friday. Cool. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Disney and I know this isn't really core to our audience, um, but I have been listening to um, the console show. Oh, funny! Um, and Beast, uh, not Beastie, Bouncy's been talking a lot about this Disney Infinity. I have no understanding. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand what it is. Can anyone explain it to me? Yeah, basically, you... I don't know. You're not. You won't be familiar with Skylanders either, will you? Um, well, I understand the concept that you have to buy items and then using NFC, then it you put it on this yeah. portal thing and then different things happen. But, I mean, what kind of game is it? I mean, is it... I think... F- is there a load of mini-games or...? Uh, the three, no, The it's 3DS more... version is a lot of mini-games. But, yeah, it's uh, you kind of buy your characters and I think each character kind of comes with its own themed levels as such um i think the uh the real thing everyone's talking about this game is the uh what's called the toy box mode where you basically opened up into what can only be described as minecraft with disney objects where you can basically build anything that's uh ever been uh, brought out through the house of mouse yeah 
But, uh, yeah, but, but basically, John, what you do is you buy when you when you buy it, you get a certain you know a, a certain number of characters. So I think you get um, oh, what's his name? Is it Scully from the Monsters Universe? Uh, well, Monsters Inc. Monsters University. You get Mister Incredible, and you get um, Jack Sparrow. And when you place those characters on on the you know into the game or whatever, you get kind of like th- uh, third person action levels, if you like. Yeah, so very simplistic kind of kids game sort of um, where you're it's just a third person action game basically where you charge around their environment so you you put you know Jack Sparrow will be in a pirate environment and he will you know swashbuckle his way through it or whatever um, Sully will go around trying to scare people in the monsters university sort of um, place and stuff like that so they're all kind of 3d um, uh, sorry 3d worlds. And then, but like I say, most people they, they play through those bits, and you can add characters, and you can get like full sets, so you can get all the Incredibles, or you can get three or four um, Pirates of the Caribbean type characters as well, uh, and, and you know collect the full set and use all those characters or whatever like that. So it's it's kind of mixing up the collectibles with near field technology, similar to Skylanders, but obviously with the Disney license, which is just going to be mad but the toy box mode sounds fun but it's i think they're very overpriced for what you're getting you know per character if you're going to buy like one character at a time they're 12 quid a shot on amazon that's a lot of money yeah so, well I, I can't see I, I was just intrigued by it um i don't think i don't think it's really my my cup of tea okay let's... No, i don't think it's it's not it's not for you but i mean um i suppose if you've got kids and they're really and they're really into that Disney world. Uh, mine's too young, really, for this. Um, she's oh, only mine are all over this. Top of the Christmas list. Yeah, I mean, it must be must be it must be tight, really. If you're if you know Clark is going to be having to spend a fortune because of the peer pressure to get these. Um, but you you also you could buy um, they don't level packs or something. Is that is that what it is, Clarky? Where you can kind of buy the power discs? Yeah, it's got these little tokens you can stick onto your portal base, whatever they're calling it, that uh, give you little add-on things, extra items and so forth. Yeah, but if you that you can use that in a kind of trading games type world. So if you've got like loads of friends at school and you're all playing Disney Infinity, you buy these packs and they're blind, so you don't know what disc you're going to get. Oh. So you're obviously going to end up with duplicates at some point, but then you take those into school or whatever and you end up swapping them and, and whatever else like that. So, 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 so it's the, uh, the pogs of the 21st century then? Yeah, pretty much. Did you see, uh, talking of figures and stuff, did you see earlier this week or last week that uh, a really rare mint in packaging uh, Star Wars Jawa made by uh, a British company, Pally Toy, um, sold at auction for £12,000. Purchased purchased for 99p back in 1978. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, I like that. Yeah, okay, I have a shower somewhere. Apparently, this is the holy grail of um, Star Wars toys. I thought the uh, Boba Fett with a detachable rocket was the holy grail. I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading stuff off the internet, mate. Making it, making it out to be my own, which it clearly. No, won't. come on, let's bow down to this. When's the internet ever wrong? No, okay. Uh, yeah, apart from uh, Rayman Legends, I've been playing a few other things which I've already talked about at great length. Cough, cough, Battlefield and FTL. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm actually going on holiday next week Ooh. to uh, Spain. And uh, 
to put, cut a long story short, I'm a very, very nervous air traveller. Um, so I was kind, kind of, uh, you'll have to bear with me on this. And it, it, to sort of reassure myself, I was looking at silly things like uh, air disaster statistics. Brilliant. <laughs> not really often, that's not often said with, with a laugh at the same time. So, no, uh, so I'm a really nervous flyer. I'm going to look in how many aircraft have crashed. No, I, find, I find it quite reassuring. Obviously, the uh, chances of it happening are astronomical. Um, astronomically small, you mean? Uh, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to die. <laughs> but no, uh, no, I've just been... Uh, I don't know, it's just one of those little things that kind of uh, grabs your attention. God, that sounds so fucking morbid, doesn't it? So, yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've been looking into all sorts, so uh, I can, I don't know, entertain myself with a little lottery on how I'm going to die in my uh, air travels. I've, so, uh, I've just this second uh, seen a link from Team Talk, four things you'll feel right before a heart attack, so I'm going to have to uh, read that. That's the thing I'm most paranoid about at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I, I don't know, I'll have to play a little lottery with myself on the uh, the aeroplane as how I'm going to die. I can imagine my last words being, yes, control flight into terrain. <laughs> no, I, no, but seriously, I, I, I don't know why, I just don't like it. Um, did, on a related note, uh, not wishing to remind you of an air crash that ha- happened, did you see the prank that someone pulled on a US news station after that um, tragedy at uh, San Francisco airport. (laughs) Have we spoken about this on on this before? I think, yeah, it was on the air. (laughs) Oh, God. We, we, (laughs) some, the pilots, uh, a news news station, if anyone wasn't listening, or if we haven't spoken about it, uh, a newscast in in America decided that um, they would report the the official announcement of the pilot names of the crew names of the of the South Korean airline that crashed at San Francisco, and f- fully brazenly and without without shame, they posted on their you know live on the TV that the four names of the pilots were uh, Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, <laughs> Holy Fuck, and Crash Bang Ding or something like that. And, Bang uh, Ding Ow. Bang ding out or something I don't know, but um, there's there's some American frat boys still high fiving about getting that bloody you know, doing that prank. That's possibly the greatest prank in the world ever. And obviously our hearts go out to the three uh, three people that died in said accident. Absolutely, but what? Um, to put your mind at rest, didn't one of them get run over by the ambulance or something? <laughs> no, they were. Uh, that up, really. No, this is actually true. They were. Uh, they were. They were pulled off the uh, the air. Oh, God, we're going to have to cut this out. This is horrendous. No, just don't They're... make any more jokes about it. No, well, we were... weren't making jokes yeah. about it. No, no, they, they were pulled. <laughs> I can't say <laughs> they were pulled off the aeroplane, injured, led at the side of the plane, and because they were covered in fiery darkness, hard and form, one of the fire engines didn't see them and ran over them. Oh, good God! I can't believe you're laughing. You... That's that. That's you're a sick man, Clarky. That's shocking. Sick. No, it's nervous laughter. I don't mean it. Obviously, uh, any any death is a is a terrible thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hope your flight goes well. I hope you enjoy your follow. I hope you enjoy your holiday. <laughs> oh, I will do. Don't worry about it. When you I want to check your pilots' names before you get on the plane. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something. If any nuns bought that flight, I'm fucking out of there. Any what? Nuns. <laughs> It's an airplane reference. Yeah, you know, you get nuns on board, the disabled child, little Timmy <laughs> with a broken leg, and uh, 
And a blow-up doll for the pocket. Yeah, and uh, I definitely won't be eating the fish. Sorry, I don't speak jive. Um, no. Right, Vimesy, bring this back on track with some um, on-topic related comments. Uh, hopefully, we're not going to hear. Too, hopefully, say. we're not going to hear too much more about uh, Skyrim and Battlefield, which we've heard about at length over the last few weeks from you. Um, <laughs> unless, of course, you've only been playing Skyrim and Battlefield. Pretty much. Um, I'm going on a holiday this week. Oh, wow. Where are you going? In a plane. To... <laughs> it's Crete or Cyprus. <laughs> One uh, of the two. Uh, quite, near, two quite near Syria, then. Um, yeah. Well done. Um, yeah, exactly. John, I'll, uh, I'm putting a fiver down on pilot error. <laughs> I'm certainly... I don't know why. I, I don't know where that's come from. Vinesy, get on with it. This is becoming... We probably might get sued or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah uh, more Battlefield I'm just I know we've been going on about it every week but you know we know our audience <laughs> just, when's Battlefield 4 out? Uh, October is it? So not I'm, I'm on the beta because the beta's already appearing in my um, my Origin account when I log on to the PC version because I've got premium on the PC version It's there's like a ghosted out image of the Battlefield 4 cover with beta slapped all over it so I know I'm getting the beta the Battlefield 4 on PC, which is awesome. Um, Tears playing a lot of that. Uh, trying to play a little bit more on the. P- I'm loving the PC version again now. I'm just starting to starting to. Get, I'm still getting owned on it, but it looks mighty pretty. It really does. Have you managed um, to sort your hands out yet, or have you managed to sort out the controls? No, I'm still I'm still bumbling through it. Really, I've got uh, my mouse is my mouse aim is better. Uh, um, but I, I basically I made the mistake the last time I played it on PC I, I rebound loads of keys to make it easier for me promptly forgot I rebound them went back onto it um, and was just mashing the keyboard in rage because none of my keys were working I was going why aren't you bloody spotting and then remembered I'd rebound all my keys so um didn't go too well but yeah so still playing that um, still playing Skyrim um, we talked about it a bit last week the um, Killzone Mercenaries beta on the Vita. I heard about that on the Vita. That's good then, is it? I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I've only put like uh, a couple of hours into it, but that's more to do with the fact that it's only one map and mm. I don't really want to play it to death because otherwise you're going to have that thing where you get the real, you know, the retail game and it's just, oh, I've played this one to death already and you never play it again. So uh, I've limited myself slightly on that. Uh, but I've got it on pre-order. It's just a shame it's coming. I think I think it comes out the day after I fly out. So... I'm not going to get it for a, a week or so, but um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Clark, did you want to? Did you? You went on last week's show. Do you want to say anything about Killzone Mercs? I I haven't put that much time into it. I think I played about half an hour of it, but from what I've seen, it's it's awesome. Um, Does it control what, well with the Vita? Because I know that I, I maybe even yourself mentioned it um, that uh, the the controls are just they just don't seem quite right, do they? With those sticks. They, didn't with resistance, um, which was one of the earlier. I think it was the first attempt, in, well, second attempt they made it to the first person shooter. But no, it it, uh, it does control that quite well. It is similar, but just I don't know. It just seems to work. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the they've done really well with it. I mean, I talked about it last week, but the the, the, the position of the the sticks and stuff. I mean, I've been using one of those. Um, grips you know the things you kind of you mount your vita in so that you can kind of hold it hold it better and it's like a big 360 pad or a big playstation pad or whatever uh which makes it slightly easier um 
but it's it, yeah, it just it plays like a, a decent shooter does. Um, it's a pity it's just four on four, but that seems to work quite well with the maps they've got laid out and stuff. Um, I like the ranking up system; that's really nice, and some of the ideas they've got in there. The game mode seems quite nice, and the, the actual shooting mechanic feels really solid. So um, I don't want to go on too much about it because I'm aware it's coming out this week, and I'll report back on it once I've played a few more hours of it. You know, the actual retail game. Um, so yeah, uh, those those three is, is kind of I mean, we we talked about the last couple of weeks. Uh, the, the one I promised Beastie I wouldn't delve into, um, and then promptly cracked as soon as it kept released. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, um, the MMO. Um, I think that now completes pretty much every MMO at launch I've ever you know that's ever come out. Vimesy's fucking caved on. Um, I think what did it for me was the fact that I wasn't going to get it because I'd, I'd read a lot about it. I'd seen quite a lot of videos about it, and I thought, well, that looks, just looks like um, you know standard MMO fare that I've played hundreds of hours on through various different sort of versions of WoW, Guild Wars, um, you know, you name it. Um, but it seems quite deep. It's got quite good crafting and jobs um, set up in it. But also, I think what really really made me want it was that the servers got so busy that they actually stopped selling the game. They pulled, Square Enix pulled the game off the shelves. They basically stopped people being able to download it. Um, and of course, as soon as they did that, I wanted it. So I had to go and get it. <laughs> so I managed to find, I think, Games Keys Now or something. Bought a key, downloaded it, and then couldn't get into the server for three days. <laughs> so um, Brilliant. Yeah, it's going well so far. <laughs> It's um, it's good. It, it it's it's very pretty. It's uh, I quite like what they've done with it with um, the kind of the quest givers and stuff where they've turned it into more of a conversational thing rather than it just being, you know, you know when you go into WoW and you or, or Guild Wars and you walk up to them and they've got a question mark over their head, you kind of get a whole block of text with just accept at the bottom. Um, well, they've done just little things where they've kind of turned it into a more conversational thing where it comes up in like a speech bubble, what the quest text is and stuff like that. So it's made it a little bit more personal. Um, it's very busy, uh, very busy at the moment, obviously, because everyone's in the star area. So by the time I get back from holiday, um, it should be less condensed and I'll actually start playing the game a little bit more properly rather than just being a mass fight over the same bloody ladybirds you're supposed to kill or whatever. Um, I don't really know what to say about it because I'm only about level four or five. Um, and I think Anna spoke about it a little bit on the main show. And she's way ahead of me in hours played on this. She's played some ridiculous on it, like 100 hours already in one week. Um, unfortunately, I've got a full-time job and a daughter. So uh, I've put about three hours into it. So plus the fact I couldn't get into the bloody game um, in the first place. So um, it was... It's a good MMO, but it is pretty much standard MMO fare. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing the depth in it. And um, it's apparently one of those games where you don't have to stick to a profession. So if you're a, you know, I've chosen to go in as an archer, but at some point if I wanted to try and switch over a little bit, I could do. If I wanted to equip somebody else's weapons, for example, I could probably do that. I'm not really sure how it all works yet, but uh, yeah, it's okay. Um but I don't imagine either of you two are going to pick that up, are you? Uh, I'm a big, big fan of Final Fantasy, but the uh, the MMO ones have just—I don't know—they never, never attracted to me. Why not? 
I don't know. If you're a big Final Fantasy fan, it's like, I'm, I would have thought, you know... Nah, I'm more in it for the story, though. Is there a story there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know any Final Fantasy at all. Um, this is the first Final Fantasy game I've ever bought. So, um, I know nothing about Final Fantasy, but basically it's set about five years after what's called the Calamity, um, where the world basically um, was nearly destroyed by some kind of giant worm out of a planet or something like that. Basically, a big dragon came down, smoked the world, and only a small, brave, valiant band of adventurers managed to save the world. Um, I, You know, you're basically on the start, at the very start of your quest as an adventure in, in this world, and uh, they do the usual thing of, you know, will you be a great one or won't you, and all this sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, there is a story. There's a mainline quest, obviously, but I haven't gone too far down it, obviously, yet, because I'm still still in the starter area. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised, if, you know, if you're a big fan of a, a series, I'm, I'm surprised it's not something that you picked up on prior to that. But, yeah, Never okay. played Final Fantasy in my life. Oh. No, it's never been something that's, that's ever, ever sort of interested me at all. Um, what? But... What? Well, why would it? It's it's it, a. It was a JRPG. The original Final Fantasies, which I've looked at on the Vita when they got them on like the old um, PS One or PSP Classics or whatever it is, where they're kind of the top-down sprite version. They, I can't stand games like that. They just bore me. Um, oh, fair enough. And then you see things like the, the later Final Fantasy. It's just all it's like turn-based combat, JRPG, proper style. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. I was never into that kind of gameplay, so just not interested at all. Uh, so I'm not really sure why I bought this, but it was cheap. So yeah, <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, it was. I think I got it for sixteen quid. Um, you know, obviously there's a there's subs to it because it's not free to play or anything like that, but. They haven't asked me for any credit card detail or anything yet, so I don't know quite how they're they're doing this. I presume at the end of my thirty days or whatever, it will flag up saying you can't play this until you do something. But um, yeah, they've not asked me for any money so, or any credit card details. But uh, we'll see. So I think it's about the usual six or seven quid a month um, to sub to it. But I'll make it that far to be honest. But it was cheap and it gave me a few hours of entertainment and I'm sure I'll get a few more of it before I get bored of it and then I'll go back to some like Guild Wars for my MMO fix whenever I want so yeah um, that was about, about it on games oh I finished um, Splinter Cell Blacklist as well which uh, is a moment for celebration Vimes has actually finished a game uh, well done. normally play it for three hours get bored and buy something else so I was quite impressed so uh, did anybody else pick this up or was it Glass Beast the last bit you hadn't no, it's not my cup of tea. Uh, nor mine. John? No, no, no. Just another. It would just be another waste of money for me. Uh, well, it was. Um, I'm sure it was great. Uh, it was but... all right. It's 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 your basic Tom Clancy. It's, it's your basic Splinter Cell. It reminded me a lot of Conviction. Um, it's that's still got that sort of third person. Splinter Cell style to it, but it does it does feel a bit more run and gunny than your old style, where you had to stick to the shadows all the time. You could smooth stealth it and, and you know perfectionist the level if you wanted to. Um, I actually found it quite easy. Um, I didn't find it that difficult to get through. That's probably why I finished it. The story was all right. The story was quite good. Um, they just 
you know exactly what you're getting every, every you know i like the level I like the kind of the design of the game where you've kind of got your hub world on this 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 plane that's kind of your mobile headquarters and then you go off and do missions from it and stuff like that that's quite nice the side missions are good um the story's okay it keeps you going through it's i don't know how long i actually took playing it but it was uh can't be more than 10 hours um so yeah, I mean, like I say, again for a PC game that cost me less than twenty quid or something at launch, it's um, it was fine. I don't think I'll be replaying it. I don't think I'll be playing any of the um, multiplayer either. But uh, yeah, it was worth it for what it was. So that's that's basically what I've been playing. Um, the only other thing is I've moved my my PC back down into my my kind of office, my games room, which it is now or will be, um, just because if I'm starting to I was starting to play games which relied more on mouse and keyboard again and I found that really difficult on a coffee table <laughs> so lounge gaming for me now is is strictly the role of the console and um, yeah I've moved, moved my PC back down into the office which means I've now got to get a new monitor because I'm looking at my little 22 inch widescreen thinking it's very small because I have been playing all my games on a 37 inch telly so I'm now now in the market for like a 27, 29 inch um, PC monitor. Budget. So I should be investigating that. Budget. What's your budget? This is just so I can throw the Apple Cinema. Yeah, no, no, I don't no, know. No, no, I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not going to recommend the Cinema display. As we've said, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a re- what I think is a relatively nice Acer one on um, Amazon for just under 300 quid. What's the resolution um, on that? Oh God, I can't remember. It was uh, 1080p. I want, to, I want to say 1980 or something like that. 1920 um, by 1080 is uh, 1080p. It's too small. For, it's too. It's too low for a 27-inch monitor. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was. It's. Uh, I'm scanning it now, trying to find it. Um, there it was. 27-inch widescreen. AH dash IPS monitor with a nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Too small, um, too low. Pay the extra, low, pay the extra hundred quid and get a twenty four forty by whatever it is. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know. I the Dell monitors. This point, me getting a massive, a massively awesome resolution with. If I cut, if I've then got to upgrade my PC to be able to pump out the the spec I want at that level, and my old eyes aren't going to be able to tell the difference. So I need to I need to kind of look into it. I don't really want to be spending a fortune on it, especially when I've got console releases around the corner and Christmas coming up and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. I should. Well, that, I should that, that's fair enough. But here we go. Three nine nine on Amazon Prime. Dell UltraSharp U two seven one three HM AH IPS twenty seven inch widescreen monitor. Three ninety nine with Prime. And that has got a native resolution of, I don't know, but it will be more. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I'll look into it, but like I said, I'm just, I'm just on that, that sort of looking around for it at the moment. And my, um, my 22 inch will become my sort of second monitor. Um, and that'll be, that'll be a nice little setup I've got down here then. Um, and then what will happen is when the new consoles come out, I'll probably move my PS3 down into here and keep my PS4 up in the main in the main lounge for, for online shenanigans. So yeah, that's um, that's kind of a lot really, gaming wise. Cool. Does that mean me? It, it does. Means... I've had a very hello. What? I've had... Silly, yeah. 
Yeah, I think we lost a, a bit of uh, network connectivity there. Um, I've had a particularly game-free life recently, to be honest. Um, huh. I've, well, I haven't. No, I've, I've played a bit. I played some Daisy. Um, one thing that I note of note that I played with the Daisy crew, as we'll call them. Um, Arm, as we know, Daisy is a modification of Armor Two, but there are lots of other modifications, and I believe this is one of them. Um, and it's a game called Escape from Chinaris. And basically, you start, there's about seven or eight slots, so it's a, you can have up to seven or eight people in your little squad, and you start all penned in in the middle of somewhere in Chinaris, which is the map that Daisy set in. And uh, you have one guard with you. you. You run into this guy repeatedly, and eventually he falls over. And the moment you pick up his gun, um, then you basically have to escape and you have to, you know, take out the guards that are around your little pen and, um, well, just escape. And then as you go, you'll find a map and then you'll get some objectives. And, um, yeah, you've got to make your way to the exit point. And it's brilliant. It's, you know, it's player versus computer. Um, you can have various different difficulty settings. Really good fun, encourages teamwork, um, you know, the the conditions are random, so it could be night time, uh, so everyone you kill you have to go on and see if you can get a map or a different gun or night vision goggles is a godsend obviously in the, in, in the night time and the, as you're making your way across the landscape you'll come across some weapon caches which are heavily guarded and there's patrols wandering all over the place, it's brilliant. And uh, I'm fairly sure... I've played this as a main in the Armour 3. I'm sure it's in there as uh, as a standard multiplayer. Very very, sure. very possible. I, I haven't really touched Armour 3. I really must do so. But as a break from DayZ, because as I've said before, I, I just really like the game. But in DayZ, the, the, the zombies are kind of a periphery nuisance. So I, I just really, I think I really just enjoy armor rather than it being Daisy. Did you see to... the? Uh, did you see any of the footage of the the, the Daisy standalone at, at Gamescom? No, I meant to watch it tonight. Um, I think Daisy standalone is going to be a very different game to what Daisy is at the moment. I wasn't. I have to say, I mean, I, I can't talk about it in depth because it was a, a while ago. I watched it and I can't really remember that much. But I didn't come away from it feeling particularly impressed. Um, especially when you consider the amount of time it's taken them. Um, it, yeah, but they're, only, they're it, only a small dev team, so... I know they are, but, you know, they put this, this mod out a long time ago. Um, they didn't really need to do much to it to make it a standalone game. Um, I, I don't know, I mean... Oh, they, it was they've, a short, com- they've completely short reinvented it. And made it yeah, so much maybe, more, maybe. and made it very much less military. They've made it very yeah, I mean, much I, less I, I'm, I'm not the person, that, which is why I kind of hoped you'd seen it, because I'm not the kind of person to comment on it with my limited hours in it. But I just remember looking at it thinking, I'm really not that impressed by this. Yeah, well, one um, of the things that they're doing is they're making very much less military. and You're not going to be able to find the same kind of military weapons that you do in DayZ. It's going to be very much more civilian stuff. There will be wep- you know, decent weapons in there. There'll be... You know, weapons yeah. to attain to, but uh, I mean, they've, they've basically reinvented the whole game with new buildings. All the buildings will be enterable, or most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and 
I don't know. I get the feeling it's going to be a lot more like, um, I don't know, a, a much more survivory feel than the stark nightmare of being thrown on a, on a um, on a beach in a strange did, land. Uh, did I did I dream this, or was there actually an update to the uh, mod done recently? Quite a big one. Uh, well, that, interesting. Uh, yeah, well, good segue. Um, yeah, the, 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 there's been an announcement for. The mod 1.8, uh, it's, we're currently at 1.7.7 point something, and um, I'm quite interested in this because it, I think it's going to address an awful lot of um, the, the big bugbears I have with the mod at the moment. For example, zombies that just dash from side to side, making them absolutely impossible to shoot, and lots of cool stuff being introduced, like being able to fish, which may sound particularly uninteresting, but you know, in a survival game, you've got to, you know, half the fun is is actually surviving and going gathering stuff and storing it and hoarding it like a little squirrel. Um, you can you can <laughs> you're going to be able to get you're going to be able to get camo nets, which are great because um, you know if someone's in a helicopter, it's very easy for people to see your tent or your or your um, car that you've stowed somewhere in the woods. With a camo net, presumably that's going to make it a lot more invisible. So you've you've very much got a more secure stash for your gear. Um, they're going to sort out a lot of the loot spawns. So, for example, the hospital is actually going to go back to spawning a useful amount of hospital-type stuff like blood bags and morphine. Uh, you're going to be able to craft your own weapons like baseball bats with nails in it. You're going to be able to craft your own traps like bear traps with a grenade in it so someone unsuspecting comes towards you know to where into your trap then you know it'll set off a grenade and all sorts of stuff and you know new features and getting rid of uh, some of the some of the issues so very much looking forward to that i don't know when that's out but hopefully very soon i i can see myself continuing to play the daisy mod rather than the daisy standalone as I said, I think they're going to turn out to be two very different games. Um, so, well, we'll see how it goes. I'm still pretty psyched for the Stacey standalone, though, and I'm, I'm sure that's going to get plenty of my uh, attention. But, uh, as I said, Armour 2. Anyone who's not involved in Daisy or Armour, Armour is... There's so much, so many possibilities with Armour, and some of the stuff's great. And we had an absolute hoot trying to get out from Chinaris the other night. Um... It's just brilliant. It's just a great laugh, a great co-op game. Uh, absolutely brilliant. And the environment is huge. Possibility, possibilities endless. And, um, yeah, I have such a great time with Sally and Panther and Martin and Hitch and Kev and everyone else who's on the Daisy channel constantly. Um, yeah, a really good bunch of guys and a, and a really good fun time. And I impl implore anyone out there to come and join us in the Daisy channel and have an absolute crack and laugh whatever we're doing even if we're not playing Daisy really good bunch of guys really good fun and uh, yeah good fun and lots of uh, lots of ribbing and uh, stuff like that um, I've actually played a little bit of LOL um, which I haven't done for a long time and uh, it's still shit but still <laughs> it's still ridiculous you are it is it is you guys know Shadowline, don't you? Yeah. Uh, is he still bossing that game? Sh he's never really bossed it. He's a he's a handy player, but I mean, six, 
whenever he starts, it, it's been interesting to see the transformation for, from Shadowline from a person that only played Trials yeah. to, to someone who the other day I was playing with and he was reeling off kind of stats and abilities and you've got to be careful with the CS and make sure you've got the crowd control and all of this stuff. It's, it's a massive transformation for someone into complete League of Legends geekdom and to be fair I think that's all he plays he, he's totally got the bug that I had a long time ago um, but yeah. to be fair fair to him I think he's a lot more intelligent because he's actually understood what's going on and he's learning <laughs> from it rather than just mashing the keyboard every time uh, like I do so uh, but fair play to him um, perfect kick Steve mentioned this on the other show I I stumbled across Isn't this. Penalties with friends, or something. Yeah, it's really brilliant. It. It's brilliant. What a great game! I forgot I've got it. In fact, I should be playing it right now. What a great little laugh that is! It's um, there seems to be some network connectivity kind of issues going on. But uh, if you're sat on the bog, just launch it and have a penalty shootout with with someone. It's fabulous. It's it's, it's just a really good laugh. I mean, you, you're not going to be able to invest many hours of your time in it. Even though I have sold, <laughs> but it's great. It's really good, really good. Just don't drop your iPhone down the toilet um, in anger. Um, I don't know if there's crossplay between Android and iPhone. Um, I'm not so sure because when I tried to add a friend, and you don't on the iPhone, I didn't seem to be able to add anything other than a, a game center ID. So I'd be interested to hear if there's any other alternative views on that because I'd like to be able to play with. Uh, Steve and some other people, but if they're all Androiders, then um, that's a bit of a shame. But uh, yeah, it's free app, in-game purchases, but I haven't spent a penny on it yet. But I might well do because it's, uh, as I said, a cracking little app. Um, what else have I been doing? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. come on, John. What else have you been doing? Okay, well, yeah, Clarky brought this up in uh, in this section a while ago. Um, yeah, I. Went camping this weekend, and um, I'm I enjoyed it so much. I'm looking. I'm trying to get together and go camping again next weekend. Uh, not next weekend. The weekend after. Have you been uh, Have you been camping before? Uh, when I was younger, I mean, I, I camped at festivals many times, but I haven't done that for a long time. Um, what with being a homeowner and living very close to Reading Festival. Um, but uh, I used to spend most weekends every summer down in Croyd surfing, camping. Um, you know, a small campsite, and um, yeah, what a really good laugh that was. I had, um, we went for a bike ride on Saturday. Um, as a, we had a, a friend who was local down there, and he took us out, and uh, it nearly killed me. So, uh, what he he said, "There's a killer hill." I said, "How long is it?" Two miles, he said. I thought, "Fuck you now, Jesus." Um, and yeah, it just the, I can't do hills because I'm heavy. My, some of my friends, I said to them, what you have to understand is that I'm half as heavy again as you. And it's a <laughs> lot of effort to get me to go up, you know, up a hill. Um, so, yeah, I walked most of that. But, uh, yeah, absolutely great fun. No, it's, uh, I, I know what you mean. I mean. If you've not been camping for a while, certain things like putting your tent up, there's nothing worse than... You know, messing around with your pole and it all going floppy. Uh, yeah, it's just something you need to work at, so you get, end up with a nice, solid erection. 
You've been yeah. you've that's written He's down, that Clarky. Written you've, down. You've, that's written down. That's shocking. <laughs> it's I would, not written down. I would say that I went with my missus. Um, I didn't go knocking around with some mate who, uh, as I recall, oh, dicking around. No, knocking around. <laughs> no, I, we I had, had the kids you... with me when I went. Yeah, so have I, you got the bug yet, though, John? Have you got the, I must upgrade my tent, I must buy a kitchen, I must, all that um, sort of stuff? Come on, what have you bought? <laughs> I, bought a new, <laughs> I bought a roof rack for the Jag. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what did you just say? I, sorry, I, I shouldn't have called it a Jag. I, I'm going to get accused of being passive-aggressively boasty about money and stuff. Yeah, um, personally, I've got a Jag. <laughs> Sorry, I just he no, wasn't emphasising that. He was just telling us he bought a roof rack. Yeah, I bought a roof. I bought, I bought a roof. Just... Sorry, I bought a roof rack, and uh, um, yes, so because I wanted to take the bikes, you see, and I can't get because they don't make bike carriers for the back of cars like that. So um, <laughs> they don't even make roof racks for cars like that. This one's a bit of a bit of a fudge, and you know this really rough metal grip things or what would you call clamps that go around the door under the door sill yeah and um, they give you a crappy little piece of rubber uh, sticky tape to put on it and lo and behold after the first journey that had all fucked off in the wind and um uh, thankfully it hasn't managed to scratch the paintwork yet but uh, I, I, I would like to see that because that's almost the equivalent of a lamborghini pulling a caravan um <laughs> <laughs> I, at the risk at the risk of sounding really crass and wanky um i had a 911 a few years ago and uh, i actually put a roof box on it <laughs> which is oh, no. <laughs> and i could see i was driving around the motorway because i knew I wanted to get i was going away for to play golf and i didn't want to put the golf clubs in the back seat because there's not a lot of room in the back seat <laughs> And um, and it would just get dirty and muddy, so I got a I got a roof rack which cost a fucking fortune because you had to get an official Porsche accessory and a roof box which I've still got which has only been used once. Um, and uh, yeah, you could virtually see people on the motorway shaking their heads as I drove past because I had this I'm fucking roof. I've, I've I've got you beaten there. I was uh, once travelling down the M6 and. Uh, Sort of in front of me and to the left was a, uh, a Ford Monteo with a huge life-size plastic horse strapped to the top of it. <laughs> Brilliant. But um, yeah, although I've only been although I've only been camping once, I was driving driving back with the kids absolutely stuffed in in the most uncomfortable positions with duvets and all sorts of stuff going on because I didn't put the roof box on because I wanted to because I just put the two bikes on top I can probably get the roof box on whatever with a bit more organization I was thinking maybe I should buy a Chelsea tractor rather than rather than have this you know like a I don't know or just get a normal smegging car <laughs> well, yeah but you need you need something to be able to put all the stuff in what do you mean like or a caravan Oh, I'm not buying a fucking caravan. Can you imagine? Well, I managed the aggr- to get all my stuff in a Mondeo, and that's that's not a problem. Even I even managed to bolt a life size plastic horse onto the roof once. I couldn't get my laptops in the car. Jane told me I wasn't allowed to take them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, 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 what normal bought, car can, can you get can all you this tent? stuff in? No, no. Well, I have. I've got an old tent from ages ago. So, but we we had two tents. Uh, one for me and Jane. One for the girls. Um, 
I don't know what I don't know what we took down. There's not a lot. Of, there just wasn't a lot of space. You know, once you, I took too many clothes, of course. Uh, and... I tell you, you, you go camping another couple of times, and all of a sudden, it's you're off to go outdoors. You're looking around all the tents. You're looking at all the big ones. You're thinking, oh, that one's got a nice annex there for the hot tub. This one's got separate bedrooms and a kitchen dinerette area. You know, if I, had, some, into... if I had somewhere to park it. Jane used to have a VW camper. I could see yeah. me getting a, a, a nice retro VW camper. Oh, they're expensive, man. They yeah. Especially if you get the ones that are redone with the um, you know decent conver- conversions and stuff. No, Otherwise, absolutely. They... I'd get, get an old one with the split screen. Uh, yeah, screen that's screen beautiful. Stuff like that. But, but yeah, we've got nowhere to park it, unfortunately. So um, just for now, we'll just have to make do. But yeah, really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, Looking to go away in a couple of weekends. If anyone wants to come, only you. where are you going to, John? I don't know. We might go down. We were in. We were in. Uh, we were in uh, Torquay area. I tell you what, I can give you a lovely little campsite just outside of Ilfracombe, which is stunning. Nah, I think we might go. I think. I think we might go New Forest this time, frankly, because uh, it sounds less hilly for going for a bike ride <laughs> and it's still quite close to Bournemouth and Christchurch and whatever to go surfing or there is that. The there is I've that. got an idea why don't we go for a lads weekend and all go camping it's uh, another ta- one of your getting me pole up things no not at all He's he's scanning down your list of shit jokes to uh, to. <laughs> no, absolutely no. I'm not absolutely. averse to it, mate. I'm absolutely. not averse to it at all. Ne- not this weekend. Next weekend, because you're the, you're you're, you're in you're in the Bristol area, aren't you? Me, I'm in the Bath area. Bath. Yeah. Oh, all right, Jesus. Call me crass, <laughs> fucking. Hell. Um, yeah, we should hook up, mate. Bring your family down, and we've got well, my. I'm quite, I'm quite, if you're going down the New Forest, it's only an hour and a half away. I can get on my scoot and be down there in no time, mate. It's a date, mate. And without even thinking about it, this has become even more broke back than I could ever have imagined. Um, oh, we can get more broke back. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, no, I have to travel all the way down from Lancashire. Come down, mate. Right. Though. Come one. This come is a mano a mano. Come on, come on! I like that. No, no, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a great laugh. And the beautiful thing about camping is, you know, you're not, you don't have to be in each other's faces. And oh, fucking hell! I, that was really wasn't. That, you know, you've got your own personal space. People can do what they want. You can cook your own food. You can, you can just do your thing, and you can get together for beers, and you can go to the beach together if you want. And it's, and it's all good. It's all good fun. And uh, I can totally see myself. Um, Doing this well into October, November, every other weekend, mate. Just because <laughs> you can't, mate. It's bloody freezing. <laughs> surfing and cycling, mate. They're all weather sports, mate. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not adverse to whatever. And frankly, surfing's a lot better in in the winter. Um, yeah, I. Do you know the the big point about all of this ranting and bullshit is I haven't really been sat in my PC playing computer games. Uh, all weekend and do you know what I feel better for it so um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride this wave for as long as I can so that because uh, obviously I'm in the middle of product project board Adonis at the moment uh, I, I refuse <laughs> to be the fat lardy whale type creature when I go to the beach next next summer so um, yeah so yeah it's have great. you joined our fat club on the forum then John uh, I'm avoiding it. Is that still going on? Cocky. <laughs> no, I haven't done that. I've actually, I mean, now I've got the roof rack, I've brought the bike up with me to Peterborough, and um, 
I've gone through all the rigmarole of leaving my suit at work and whatever, and um, I will be riding um, the bike into work tomorrow, uh, which will be the second time it's been ridden in a year. Uh, the the well, road bike that is, and that's uh, the one you spent a stupid amount of money on not so very much long ago. Yes. Don't worry, everyone does it. I went out and bought my bike and I've ridden it about four times in the last year. I'm thinking of getting rid of my full suspension mountain bike though and buying a hardtail because I'm never going to go riding anywhere that needs full suspension. And frankly, it's just a bit heavy and whatever. Um, I bought a nice hybrid for the road and it makes a hell of a difference if you're doing road riding. No, I had one of those and then someone nicked it from my shed. Mm. I'm a bit worried about, you know, in Peterborough with this bike, but... Um, no offence to Peter Burns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, none taken. <laughs> right, let's get on with that. Uh, also, I did a bit of kayaking on the sea, so now I want to buy a kayak as well. But um, oh. uh, but I'm going to get an inflatable well, one. So I used that it to can kayak fit. a lot. Yeah, I used to do it when I was a kid. I loved it and sea sea uh, ca- canoe surfing yep, in poles yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I mm-hmm. like the fact that they're all, they're mainly all kind of open now, whereas canoes were a bit they were a bit of a health hazard I think um, but uh, yeah I'm quite tempted to get an inflatable one which I, I appreciate I, ooh, I know you're, you're doing that but the reality is I just don't have the room and you can't they're fine for river usage I wouldn't touch it near the sea really well even a proper yeah. one even like a 600 quid jobber um, I'm not talking I, about I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not talking I'm about not, plastic piece of shit yeah I'm not going to comment on those I mean um I, I was a member of Bath Canoe Club for a limited time when I was doing my training with them and stuff, and uh, I didn't hear great things. I mean, for river usage, they're fine. I know somebody who's got one, um, and he uses it. They just go out like river bird watching and things like that or something. I think it's similar to Brokeback. He goes out with his mate down the river, and they do things and then come back again. But for the <laughs> stuff I used to do, which is basically all around the west coast of Wales, around White Sands Beach and stuff like that, and then all around the sort of, that way I used to do a lot of sea, uh, sea kayaking and um, I wouldn't go near those with an inflatable. Really? I'm not the best person to ask because it's a, a while since I did it. Things may well have changed. The new stuff might be absolutely fine. Um, but that's that's the way I stopped doing it because yeah. I just haven't got the room for a canoe. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're made out of like lilo material. I think they're made out of proof. Pre- no, no, they're, 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 they're really tough. But I've just, you know... Maybe it's just a trust thing, you know. Do you trust anything inflatable, really? Do they? Since um... birth have really been that. <laughs> um, do you know how small they go down? <laughs> Brilliant, childish. Get on with it. Do they? Do they compact quite small? Um, small uh, enough to go in a roof like, box. Uh, a couple, maybe in a roof yeah, box. Yeah, no, we're getting one of those. It's um, the ones I used to. The one my mate's got kind of goes down to the size of one of those. Uh, uh, kind of navy bags, you know the 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 um the cylindrical kind of uh, kit yeah, bags. I, I know what you mean, like a tent bag. I've got Goes down to that kind of size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. That's great. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah look into it. You know, somebody. There's a couple of really good canoe websites that um you can go to, and they'll they give you some really good non-biased advice. So yeah, look into it. Brilliant, and welcome, listeners, to the Middle Age Cast. Um, <laughs> next week, caravans. Uh, no, I'd never buy a caravan because oh, the thought of dragging some. I like to I like to drive what, fast. What about so, what about one of those um, half and half jobs? What do you call them? Oh God! You know, the, the Clarky, what I Clarky, explain yourself. Really dense. Really dense. 
Everything's a fucking think, innuendo, really. Mate. I think he's just embarrassed by the fact that we're talking about caravans. What are they called? The bloody things, uh, trailer tents. That's them. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to drag anything behind me. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not interested in that. Clarky, come down, mate. Next weekend. Let's do it, man. I'm going on holiday the few days. Oh yeah. So are you, Vine? Actually, that's good. God well, damn it. Well, you say that. This 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 weekend coming. I'm. I fly out on Thursday afternoon. Clarky flies out to his holiday destination of choice on the week after that. So he won't be able to make that weekend down in the New Forest. But I may well pop down. Excellent. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this offline because, frankly, our listeners must be bored shitless by now. Um, let's let's move on. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, are we done with this? I, as I said, I, I haven't played anything. I can't remember where we are. We no. are still running. The, again, on. the point of all that is I'm enjoying real life rather than video games. Um, uh, and and so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm still playing video games, but uh, no, I'm not wasting my time at the weekends. I'm just wasting my time while I'm away from home um, in, <laughs> in Peterborough doing it. So, fair enough. Right, releases. Uh, is that it? Rome 2? Total War Rome 2? Pretty so, much it, although I, I have to say there's a there's a beautiful um, blog post on the forum which details all the latest new releases. Unfortunately, most of them look like shite because they're all iOS stuff. Um, although, as a slight tangent... Um, tomorrow should see the release of Diablo 3 on the consoles. Mm, mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Really? Uh, uh, everyone, the people are going to bound to be down on that. Um, well, but, every, everyone's criticising the fact that uh, this game that could, couldn't possibly ever be played offline is now available on the consoles. And uh, I don't think the uh, controller sort of interface has gone down too well. I've only read one review of it, so... Oh, so you can play <laughs> that offline, can you? Yeah, apparently so, yeah. There's no auction house, and it's uh, perfectly playable offline. Fine, whatever. That's for your console monkeys, whatever. Have you seen the advert? Go enjoy it. it. If you, if, yeah, no, I really like the advert. The it's fucking brilliant. shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it was great when that lad goes upstairs and he's got a load of, a load of geeky women dressed up. Yeah, follows up. a trailer clothes up and they're all cosplaying up there playing the advert. <laughs> Fantastic brilliant. advert. What a great advert. <laughs> Um, if anyone, if anyone again, is actually. tempted to pick it up on the consoles, don't. Well, no, yeah, do I've it. it Why not? Just go and get it on the PC because it's great. And did we discuss the expansion being released? That's no, um, we did. yeah. There's they've announced the expansion, and that's very exciting. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, is it going to be a free one or is it a pay one or is it? Oh like... no, it'll be a paid one. Oh, I better finish the retail game first then. I was listening to you guys in, with interest talking about. Uh, no, no, it was Beast. Uh, no, it, it was Bouncy talking about the um, difference between. Uh, was it Bouncy? Or was it you two talking? Yeah, it was you two talking about free to play versus paid models. Yeah. You were. And I was thinking, well, you've got your WoW paid model. Brilliant. Yet, yeah. Every two years. All right, lads, stump up another expansion. 50 quid for the expansion. And yeah. I thought, mm, yeah. Yeah, we overlooked that. It's a good point, actually. Yeah, just prove I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah, Keeping an eye on you. Are we done with that? We've, we've lost, we've yeah, lost track. Came to the bloody break. Yeah, we'll have a break now, and we'll be back very shortly.
Welcome back. Okay, let's talk um, movies, books, TVs, etc. Uh, Vimesy, what have you got for me, mate? Um, I'm going. I'm going a bit retro, with the view to looking forward. You see, because with the advent of the new Riddick film coming out, um, I went back and watched Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. Um, yay, yay and boo. See, you can both fuck off, because this is the best... I love this franchise, and I actually like Chronicles of Riddick probably more than I liked Pitch Black. Oh, why? Because I had no idea, and I, I totally understand why people look at me askance and sort of go, what? Um, because on the face of it, Pitch Black um, is is a really good kind of independent um, horror-ish type film uh just came out of nowhere was brilliant um and then chronicles of riddick was kind of this big budget follow-on with a story that made limited sense um and just bizarre uh but i love it i have no idea why and i'm really looking forward to the latest one so for those those that don't know um riddick is played by vin diesel the he of the gravelly voice and the big muscles and the bold pate very similar to our john um, and he basically plays. <laughs> what? It's true. Um, he, he Can't argue plays with that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You, you, you keep quiet, Vin. So I'm going to have to call him from now on. I have um, been. Um, people have said to me I look like Vin Diesel. Also, um, one of, <laughs> one of, also one of the Mitchell brothers from EastEnders. So oh, take your <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, Vin Diesel plays uh, Riddick, who is a... Um, I don't know what you want to call him. He's kind of um, a wanted man. So he, in the very beginning of Pitchback, he's he's been caught by um, a bounty hunter stroke sheriff type character. He's on a transport full of um, people who are travelling across the galaxy. So this is a space type thing. They crash land on a planet. And they get to an outpost and they realise there's nothing there. Uh, all the people seem to have vanished and they can't quite work out why. Um, and then they work out that basically uh, it has like a polar night cycle. And so for a certain amount of time, it's, you know, you have long, 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 long days, totaling years. And then you have long, 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 long nights. And at night, bad things appear. And basically it's a fantastic really is fantastic. I can't emphasize, if you've not seen it, go and watch it, because it's really, really good. Uh, a kind of fantastic um, film where they, 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 from this outpost, they work out where, the, 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 the next place where they can actually catch a ship. Uh, so there's, there's one outpost. It's reminiscent of Alien, where they have to kind of cross um, the wasteland in, in Riddick to get to the one ship that remains that could get them off the planet. And uh, the only thing that they they can kind of rely on is light. Light fends off the bad things, basically. Um, And it's it's just fantastic. Um, As opposed to Chronicles of Riddick, which has... Have you both seen Pitch Black? I have, yes. John? Vin? Vin's muted. He's obviously gone to see his agent. Yeah. What was the question again? Have (laughs) you seen Pitch Black? Yes, I have. And? It was a long time ago. (laughs) <laughs> Clarky, pick it up from here. Uh, Pitch Black is 
it's like I say, it was an awesome film. Uh, it's something I really enjoyed. Unfortunately, they then made Chronicles of Riddick, which in stark contrast had uh, Jane du- uh, Dame Judy Bench in it as a uh, gust of wind. Yeah, pretty much. Played an elemental. But no, I, I, I don't know. She played I, a I, mental. You're guaranteed an Oscar if you play a mental. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. John's joke du jour. No, I, I don't know. I was... Uh, I think I was kind of expecting more pitch black and it basically just took took it off in a completely different direction. Like I say, it's been it's been a long time since I've seen this. I think I, I think I have a copy of it on DVD still in Hitchcock. It was on telly last night, which is why because I, I saw it. You know, I don't know why. I watched um, Pitch Black. It was really weird actually because I knew the route was coming out and I watched Pitch Black um, three or four nights ago. And then purely by chance, I, I caught, I turned on, it was like five minutes into the Chronicles of Riddick, so I watched that again as well. Um, but Chronicles is weird, because they, they, yeah, they had this like low-budget horror-type thing, and then Chronicles went Huge a really weird direction, didn't it? Um, it kind of went into this kind of, I don't know what they were trying to put, this kind of epic space uh, master race trying to take over the galaxies, Riddick being the one man who can kind of face them down type thing. Um, had some really good moments in it. The prison scenes in that are really good. Um, I, I, I did like the uh, the bit where he's uh, threatens to kill the guy with the cup. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts the um, sardine key down afterwards. Yeah, I think that's there's there's, there's some brilliant moments. I was just I have a, uh, Vin Diesel's one of these guys. I will just. It's a bit like it's, it's your guilty pleasure person. You know, I'm quite happily sit there and, and watch a Vin Diesel film. Uh, although I haven't watched The Pacifier, so I'm, I'm holding, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait on that no, one. No, 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 you want to give that one a miss. I have kids, I've seen The Pacifier. But it's a bit like Jason Statham with his films. It's like, you know it's going to be bad, but I will watch them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've watched those in, in anticipation of going to see the new Riddick film, um, which I'm really looking forward to. I just need to find somebody who's sucker enough to go and watch it with me, because... Uh, Otherwise, I'll be going on my own, and that's a sad, lonely midlife crisis happening right there. Get John to take you, you know. Oh, my God, Vin Diesel's here. Yeah, we get VIP treatment. Yeah, red red carpet. carpet. We get free popcorn. I'm not paying that extra three quid for the VIP treatment, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which massage parlours you've been going to. (laughs) Oh, no. You've got VIP. Have you got VIP seats in your cinema? No idea. I don't. I don't know. Have you got not? those ones where? Is it the same ones where you basically they're just kind of like armchairs? Yeah, they're bigger seats, and they're in the. Yeah, ours only cost a quid extra, so it's well worth it. John can pull his jag up right next to his seat, and he just gets out and sits down. Can we not go on oh, about that? Because that was a faux <laughs> pas, and I and the last thing I want to do is get accused of God knows what again on the um, iTunes reviews. Thanks to everyone who's been giving us iTunes reviews, actually. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Uh, let's keep them clean and non-derogatory about me, please. I've lost where we are now. Get on with it. Um, no, that's that's basically it. I was just saying I'm really looking forward to the new Reddit film, um, and it's I will quite happily go and sit and watch that on my own because I, I I love Riddick. Um, I love the computer games as well to bring it back full circle. Did you guys ever play the games, um, Starbreeze games? No, but I hear they were very good. Escape from Butcher Bay and I can't remember the other one. But um Assault on Dark Athena. Assault on Dark Athena. Yeah, absolutely brilliant games. Really good old school first person shooter style things. Um really good. 
really, really good. Surprisingly excellent. Um, if you get a chance to pick up, play those, yeah, please do so because uh, they are really, really good. And not just as a Riddick fan. If you're not a fan of Riddick, they're still bloody good. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Um, anyone else? Uh, yeah, um, I watched a film which, in the broadest sense of the term, is based on a real life thing that happened. Is this like Squirrels? No, no, it's not the Squirrels video. Um, it's called the Dyatlov Pass Incident. Um, it's quite a... Uh, this is where you say you've never heard of it. Uh, basically, in uh, 1959, a group of uh, Russian hackers went dis- uh, disappeared in the uh, Russian mountains, and this group of people who went to find them basically found them all dead in extremely mysterious circumstances. It sounds like a really cheerful film so far, Parky. Yeah, it's the sort of thing, you know, the bodies were found with no signs of a struggle, yet two victims had fractured skulls, two had broken ribs and one had the tongue missing, and they've never been able to piece together what happened. And basically, Have you been fi- camping again, Clark? Uh, actually, this, uh, <laughs> this film does heavily feature uh, camping. Basically, a group of... Uh, insert cliche here, American students for their uh, psychology oh, degree. Basically, this is camp order footage. Oh, no. They, they basically go to the place where this uh, real life thing happened to uh, see if they can sort of piece it together and then uh, everything goes all sort of tits up. Um, they start seeing things like mysterious footprints which appear and disappear in the snow. Um, they find this a, is scary. Uh, yeah. Why am I watching it? It, it's, it, is a, it is a good film. It's very... Uh, Although it's extremely cliched, it's uh, it's a good film. It's just uh, unfortunately the last twenty minutes, it, it just sort of I don't know what's the term jumps the shark and just becomes uh, completely ridiculous. Uh, but it's, where did uh, that phrase come from? Jumps the shark. Uh, I think it's something to do with Jaws, isn't it? Must be, must it? Yeah, right. but uh, no, it's it's a good film. It's just it's let down by kind of a week. Uh, so week where, last where did you see this? Was this was this like Netflix, or did you actually have the DVD or something? No, it was suggested on Facebook. You muppet! What are you doing listening to the internet for? No, it, it, uh, I'm glad I, I enjoyed this. It's uh, just like down at the end, where it's uh, you know if you've. If you if you want to if you want a film that features uh, snow very heavily, so you can you know cuddle up to the misses on the settee. This is uh, Watch cliffhanger. Informer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! <laughs> 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 it's the only bit I remember. Uh, no, no, it's, uh, it's it's a good film. Let down by the end, but uh, give it a watch. Or wait for it to come on Netflix, which it will do. I think uh, Rennie Harlan directed it. Really? Yeah. Uh, is he's <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a film director. He used to, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, Clark. Yeah, he, uh, he used to be knocking off Gina Davis. Ooh, lucky bastard. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, give it. Well, which, which Gina Davis? Gina Davis from kind of like a league of their own, or Gina Davis from like later on? Um, she's kind of in between. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and I did watch something else as well, which was uh, a comedy film called The Watch. Oh, I've any... seen that. Is that with uh, Ben Stiller? Yeah. Oh, and it's... what's his name from the IT crowd? IT crowd. David, I, 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 whatever. Yeah. I have lied. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I, I, I obviously have a crude sense of humour because I really enjoyed this. Uh, not much to say. Neighbourhood watch. Aliens involved, and uh, you basically treated to ninety-seven minutes of crass dick jokes. Okay, but. 
would I like this even though I can't stand Ben Stiller? Or is it's alright, yeah. It's, yeah, Vince Vaughn's quite funny, isn't it? And, and oh, what's the, you bring out them too, and it's just what's oh. the other guy? There's David Aiello and uh, that fat bloke from Twenty One Jump Street, the new movie. Brilliant. Yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was uh, that, that was also quite good as well. Very crass, but uh, well worth a watch. And uh, that is about me, John. Over to you. Me already. Um, well, it's about this time of the year that uh, I would have done it last week. I give you my celebrity now, Big Brother now annual Reading Festival update. Oh, uh, I thought you gave Celebrity Big Brother on us. That was around. Uh, celebrity Big Brother. Oh God, fucking hell! Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to avoid it, but it's unavoidable. They could uh, have saved a fortune by just uh, filming the entire thing in strange ways. <laughs> They should have just shown last year's. No one would have known the difference. Oh, we're not talking about Big Brother. We're we're more highbrow than that. Um, That's right. Yeah. So Reading Festival, I go every year. Um, pay the money to go and sit in a field, not fifty five hundred yards from my own house. Um, but um, it was all right. I don't know what I would say. It's not much... Could you have got a, like a, a a telescope and watched it from your house? Mm, no. Oh, okay. I could hear a bit of it, but it's not really the same. Um, Reading Festival was alright. Uh, the lineup was a bit shit this year, to be honest. Um, a highlight. Like Fallout from... Boy playing. Uh, yeah, I like Fallout Boy, but to be honest, I, I, was, wa- I was watching another band when Fallout Boy were on. So, um, oh, what like... band were you watching? I was watching a band called. I think I was watching a band called Filter, which leads me to my point that my highlights of the, this year's festival were bands that I actually got off my fat ass and went and saw in a tent rather than just lolling around in my camping chair with a beer in my hand and falling asleep. Um, so highlights for me were the Bronx, uh, Quicksand and Filter in the uh, kind of the smaller lock-up stroke rock stage. Um, the main stuff, Green Day were Green Day. Eminem was like watching a fucking pop... I've never been to a pop concert before. A half of it was like fucking R&B bollocks. Uh, wasn't impressed and um, Biffy Clyro yeah they were pretty good but um, they didn't finish the, they didn't close out the festival like um, Foo Fighters and uh, Muse did no one pre- closes out a festival like Muse and the Foo Fighters are going to are they yeah I mean the last song that Foo Fighters played last year was Everlong which is an yeah. absolutely epic track and puts makes your hairs on the back of your neck stand up Biffy was alright. It's just a shame that all their songs aren't... Um... Not really anthemic, are they? No, they're alright. It's a shame all their songs aren't that golden rule, which, when they play live, really does rock. But the rest of it's all a bit... Yeah. Uh, I heard an interesting fact, though. I believe it's a fact, about the origin of the name Biffy Clyro. Lots of people are prone to erroneously believing that it's a name of a person, but it isn't. It's actually called... Um, uh, when when the, when the band were younger, apparently they um, were thinking up names of um, Cliff Richard branded um, uh, products, and some of, one of them came up with Cliffy Biro uh, as a Cliff Richard branded pen. And nice. just, this interesting non-fun fact for you there. Um, but Reading Festival was all right. Um, I still recommend anyone, young or old, certainly the mature. 
mature person can go there and have a have a really good time if the lineup's good. And if the lineup's shit, well, do you like sitting in a field drinking overpriced beer, people watching and watching all the weirdos? If that's oh yeah, one. yeah, fuck it, yeah, come next year. Uh, you can camp; it'd be great. <laughs> or, you, or you can stay at my house. Uh, no funny business. Open invitation then to any listener. Yeah. Uh, open house at John's. Not that open. Um, <laughs> okay, enough about Reading Festival. Uh, Under the Dome, which is an advert that I saw on Channel 5 that intrigued me. Because it had some. Clark to fight on this one. I had some good names on this. It had Stephen King, it had Steven Spielberg, and uh, it, was, it looked odd, and I like odd. And uh, so I caught up the first two episodes over the last few days. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was all right. I have no preconceptions. I have no experience of the book. Ah, well, that, that's, that's my argument blowing out the water then. Uh, well, discuss then, Clarky. What's wrong with it? It already appears to be starting to deviate greatly from the book, which I, in some ways I can understand, but uh, I just found the book, it was just an amazing, uh, amazing story, and mm, so far the series isn't quite living up to that. They've, as they always do, changed a lot of characters around, a lot of the stuff that's going on doesn't quite match up, and uh, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just going to be a purist on this one. Can well, I just interject and ask what the hell is Under the Dome, please? So okay. I know nothing about okay, this. Okay, basically, there's a small town in America, stuff's going on, and then all, well, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing particularly exciting is going on, just small town stuff. And then completely out of the blue, and this is going to sound really random, and indeed is really random, from somewhere, we don't know where yet, I presume we're going to find out, no spoilers, Clarky. A big dome, just kind of kind of an electrified, well, I assume it's electrified, dome, just kind of appears from nowhere and covers the whole of this town. Which was like in the Simpsons movie. Kind Actually. of, yeah. <laughs> um, some, some of it, I mean, but unfortunately this big invisible dome is completely invisible. Um, I mean... One poor cow got um, sliced in half, which was oh, an that. interesting, interesting <laughs> piece of thing. And then, of well, course, that's oh, that is. And then, unfortunately, a plane that was caught in there didn't see it and crashed into it. And you know, it was all done quite well. And but it's it it you know it's very much got the Stephen King turned into a TV movie, TV serial feel about it, um, which is no bad thing, really. Um, in, interestingly, it has also been renewed for a second series. Okay. Um, so yeah, I I quite liked it. I mean, it's it's got elements of all those kind of oddity type series which I like, like Lost, and uh, you know, you don't know what the fuck's going on, and yeah, it's, it's all right. It's a bit of popcorn serial TV viewing. Uh, did you did you? Did it have any redeeming features to you, Clarky? Um, the opening episode. The special effects were good. The problem is, it, it, it obviously, as it goes along, it's not the sort of thing that's going to be relying on special effects. Yeah, you've got the dome there. Certain things at certain points are, if it follows the book in any way, going to happen. But, it, you know, it, it's more a, 
story about the people who are trapped within it. You know, you've got all your special effects in the first episode showing it coming down the plane crash, the uh, cow being sliced in half. But uh, other than that, it's, it's kind of just a story of these, uh, this town full of folk who have to basically realise that they're on their own and cut off from the outside world. Yeah, it reminds me of a show that I want... I think I watched the whole of the first series of. I don't think I followed up beyond that, even if there was anything called Jericho, which was about a town which was where in the middle of America where um, all the major cities in America were blown up with nuclear bombs and it was just about this town dealing, living in a post-apocalyptic world which is, this is kind of the inverse of that really isn't it it's, uh, they can see the rest of the world going on outside them but they're kind of stuck inside um, I don't mind that kind of stuff it's alright, I mean obviously there's you know, there's a lot of bullshit characters in there, where, you know. <laughs> it wouldn't really happen, but uh, it's TV for you, isn't it? Uh, enough about that. I'm, I'm looking forward to carrying on. I'll, I'll tell you, speak more about that as we go on. But we're only we're only two episodes in. I think, I th- in fact, I think the third episode's tonight. So I look forward to catching up when I get home. Um, Netflix. I think the last time I was on, I said I signed up to Netflix. I really mm. like Netflix. Netflix is winning hands down for me over Love Film. And have you uh, watched all of Archer yet? I haven't watched any of Archer because when I get uh-huh. the spare moment to watch it, I'm hooked to the US office. Again, I've said it for the last three mm. weeks. Mm. I fucking love the US office. It's brilliant. It's so clever. Just so many little, so many funny little things to see. Like, like I was watching, uh, what's his name? Michael Scott being interviewed in his office and, you know, he's got a diploma behind him and your eyes drawn to that and you think it's going to be like a an award for business or whatever and all it is is Michael Scott is the proud owner of some kind of watch. Do you know what I mean? And he's put it on the <laughs> wall because he's that tragic character. <laughs> and just some of, the re- some of the references are almost becoming Spaced-like. Are you familiar with Spaced? I oh, love space. Course, I love space. One of my favourite comedies of all time. So, for example, in in this this particular instance I'm talking about, um, downstairs in the warehouse is the guy who was in Hot Tub Time Machine, the black guy. I don't know his I don't know his name, and he works in the um, he works in the warehouse. And Michael Scott, for some reason, um, goes down and asks him, "Have you ever been in a gang?" So this guy, knowing what a tool Michael Scott is, he goes, yeah, uh, um, yeah, I've been in gangs. And uh, Michael Scott says, what, the Bloods or the Crips? And he says, I've been in both. And the Warriors and all of these other, you know, and reeled <laughs> off all these, all, these, all these gangs from, like, TV uh, and movies. And uh, this might be a bit of a tenuous reference. At the end of his little list, um, Michael Scott says, I dig that, or... I, I can dig that. Now, anyone in the know would know that as a direct reference to the Warriors, uh, where um, they have the radio the, the radio show going on, trying trying to get all the gangs to to find the Warriors. And you know, at one point she says, uh, "Can you dig it?" Which was then sampled by Poverty to Self, which is which is exactly the sort of referencing that, that Spaced would make. And you know, it's, I love that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, if anyone has an opportunity to watch it, you should go and watch it. And you should listen to Pop Luke Yourself, and you should watch The Warriors, because the Warriors, the Warriors is an amazing film. Are you familiar with The Warriors? 
Yeah. No, never seen it. The Warriors is brilliant, Clarkie, because it's a 70s take on New York gang culture, where instead of it being just gangs of disinterested youths and poverty-stricken individuals struggling to make, you know, get by on a day-to-day life, the, the Warriors version of a New York gang is a group of people dressed up like French mimes. <laughs> and a group of people dressed up like Red Indians. And a group of people dressed up in New York Yankee baseball outfits. It's incredible. It's completely naff, but similarly amazing all at the same time. So I really recommend you check that out. Brilliant. Brilliant, that was another good ramble by myself. Um, I can see that some silly sod, I'm going to assume it's Vimesy, has written around Rolf Harris on my running whoa, order. Whoa, 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 don't be assuming me. Well, it's nah, it was me, but I deleted it. It was kind of a tenuous celebrity Big Brother reference. Ah, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Less said about Rolf Harris, the better, really, isn't it, really? Um, can't believe it. You know. <laughs> I, I noticed that he's getting put. He's, one of his sentences was for, was for making uh, indecent images. Oh, I don't think the role for Rue was that bad. <laughs> but... uh, yeah. I don't know these, this game, you need this blank bad daffy duck and Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Um, Another facet of my childhood destroyed. Yeah, if, if, if any other. Uh, uh, cherished childhood heroes would like to um, come turn out to be a complete fucking nut job. Uh, just try to avoid it, please, because uh, that's uh, oh dear. I mean, the seventies and eighties must be a very strange place for a lot of people. So uh, let's move on for that, um, which leads us to the news. Um, and uh, another handhold for us all to buy: the Nintendo. 2DS, which I have read nothing about, but let me guess. It's exactly the same as a 3DS, but doesn't have the 3D capability. Wrong. Um, sort of. Okay. Vamsy, you start this one off. Um, this is... I actually quite like it. It, it basically is... Um... They've moved away from the clamshell, so there's no kind of, uh, there's no hinge, there's no folding mechanism. So it's basically the two screens on one flat platform, um, and it's slightly wedge shaped. This platform, so you kind of, it's, 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 you know, the DS stands for door stop. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But you know, it's 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 basically the it will play any DS game, it will play any 3DS game, but it'll only play in 2D. but it That's looks what to I me said. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's not because it's not got the hinge design. It's uh, you know it's a flat design. Uh, it looks a bit like the old Game and Watches, um, <sighs> you know. But it's uh, there's been an awful lot of people kind of uh, some some people some tenuous people with no time on their hands and things yeah. like that, posting videos up, which is like oh, if you turn the 3D on and off on the 3DS, that must. Well, be this is it's exactly it. Why... Who would do that? Yeah, but. It's just hand holding from Nintendo, you know. I, I, you know, no, I, I disagree. Nah. I, I look at this and I thought the very same thing. I thought, what the fuck are you doing, Nintendo? This is just oh, let's get some more more kit out of the shelves and you know spam the handheld market or something like this. But I think if you look at it as something that's designed for younger children, i.e., people under ten, a lot of parents can look at this and think actually. 
it's much more robust. There's no hinge to fucking snap. Um, it's it right. plays but the just, whole catalogue of stuff. Go on. Just, you've got your screen to scratch to hell because there's no cover for it, yeah? It, it get, everyone has covers already. If you look around the school playgrounds of the day, they've all got little bags and little, little bum bags for them and things like that. <laughs> Steady on, I don't go looking around kids' playgrounds. <laughs> um, so I, I can see what they've done. I just don't think they've explained it very well. And why the... They called it the 2DS, which just makes it sound like... It's like calling something like the next Xbox, the Xbox One. I mean, it just makes it sound like, you know, an Man. older version. It's ridiculous. Let's Naming not start this again, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you stay out of this. <laughs> so, I, I get what they're doing. I just don't think... I just don't think they've... I mean, my, my three-year-old, I wouldn't let her near my DS, because it would just... It would die in seconds flat. She'd have the fucking screen bent backwards and all this sort of stuff and and to be fair i've seen you know a lot of ds's and um 3ds's get get bust and um i blame the parent exactly yeah um, but I, I can see why they've done it i just don't think they've explained no it's i mean it's there. what are you sacrificing it's what it's going to work out about 20 quid cheaper in the end than the smaller 3ds the standard one um you're basically you're giving up the 3D function, obviously, which you can easily turn off well, with the flick of a switch. Why does the 3D function? Is it is people who should use that still? Of course you do. That's all yeah. off the point of it. Exactly. Yeah. I use the 3D function. Uh, mono sound only on the 2DS. Really? Mm. Yeah. Speakers they can't on. afford to put a bloody stereo chip in there. Jesus. How much does that yeah. cost? One p. Yeah. It's. I, I, don't, I, I just don't see where it fits in. It's. I found it pointless. It's there. It is there. For, it, for, for so, so just to clarify, for. if it had a point, you'd be able to fit it in. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, I'd, if they if they maybe have modelled it on the 3ds XL, I could have seen the point. But they basically said, "Here you are." You, so you, can... you need something bigger. Yeah, you know, do you need something yeah. bigger to be satisfied? Yeah. I do. Oh I, my I, lord! I, I need something a lot more accommodative for myself. Oh, uh, good God. If it, if it Accommodate for yourself. Yeah. So what? Oh, shut up. <laughs> this is I don't think it's such a bad idea when you look at the fact that <coughs> if, you, if you aim this at five, six, seven-year-olds, <laughs> oh, stop. It'll hurt them. Oh, sorry, no, I was watching something on the YouTube. Oh, what did you say? Oh, Lordy. If you look at the target market they're going for, which I think is going to be sort of four, five, six, seven-year-old, eight-year-old kids... I think it's actually not such a bad thing. Um, it's much more robust. It's it's less likely to to, to break and be damaged. Yeah. Lots of things are more recessed. So I, I can see why they've done it. I just don't think they've explained yeah. their their rationale particularly well. well that that robust thing is going to be t- put them to the test because when uh, little Jimmy, whose parents have uh, stumped up the extra cash for a proper 3ds, uh, sort of sees his friend's uh, folding console, he's probably going to snap the fucking thing in too, isn't he? Yeah, but then he'll be all right because he's got his nice 2DS. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand why they kept it the same dimensions as the standard 3DS. I think this is a, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't quite understand and that. And I'm not, uh, looking at it, I'm not too sure about that control layout. Yeah, I mean, I think until you've got your hands on hands on it and stuff, it's, it's going to be hard to see what it's what it's like. But um, <laughs> um, stop it. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm not interested at all because I can't stand... I, I just don't do Nintendo. I, I, I've i got no interest in Nintendo stuff whatsoever. Um, 
I'm just no, but I can see why they've done it. It's just not for me. No, I, I can't see. I, I don't understand why they've done it. I just don't see where it fits in. Mm. It looks like a really cheap piece of plastic shit. I've just seen the. <laughs> Brilliant. Summed up in one sentence. <laughs> no, that's pointless. How much cheaper is it? Uh, I think that's forty dollars cheap, which will probably work out to what fifteen, twenty quid over here. Yeah. Another triumph for Nintendo. Well done. Um, well, I know you, you know if they were concerned about young people using the 3D function and damaging their eyes, could they not have just released a firmware update that permanently disables it at the uh, behest of the parent? Yeah, yeah well, they, they tried because there were there were lots of concerns that the 3D element was was damaging to children's eyes if you're under the age of seven. So I think they even come up with a warning now saying if you're under seven, don't use it. Was that backed um, up with then, actual fact? Apparently so. But I know there's a lot. I was listening to um, one of the newscasts uh, yesterday, I think, and they were talking about there's, there's actually been enough research. for. If there's enough research out there for a company like Nintendo to actually be preempting this and actually saying, actually, guys, let's not use the 3D for, for people under the age of seven, I would imagine there must be something around, you know, there must be some, some truth in it or at least enough doubt in there to make them wonder. Um so, you know, maybe it's a reaction to that as well. I don't know, but, um, I don't know, I just, well, it's Nintendo, I don't get it. That was the end of the news, but I've just, while browsing around at that thing, I've just come across another piece of news that <laughs> you <laughs> might need. Microsoft shoots itself in the foot with FIFA 14 Xbox One pre-order blunder. According to this article, which I haven't had time to read, um, something's really? wrong. Um, oh God! No, no. Honestly, apparently, um, FIFA 14 will only come bundled with Day One editions yes. of the Xbox One. Yes. Was well, that known? Well, it kind of was when they came out with it. What the, the, the original press then just basically said that um, FIFA 14 will come bundled with pre-ordered Microsoft consoles. But what they forgot to mention was that there is a limited number of Day One editions, and that's what FIFA 14 comes with, and. Um, anything that isn't a day one won't have it. Can you um, still get day one editions? Not that I'm aware of. Shit. I think they've sold out day one editions, but I have to say, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, the reason why the news is so short is because there's a shitload of console news out there, but I figured well, since we're predominantly a PC game podcast, I wouldn't bung it all in there. But, you know, since we, we've come round to it, that I don't understand why Microsoft came up with this deal in the first place because when they announced the deal oh we're going to give you FIFA 14 they'd already sold out of their allocation of day ones so why did they need to do it? There was no need to do it at all no one could rush out to the shops and go and say oh I must go and buy a day one edition now because they'd already sold them out well, so I don't, I don't they get just it. wanted to get the, get the orders in I guess it appears that Curry's, Curry's I can still pre-order a day one edition. Don't know if it's a day one edition. It says day one edition. Oh, does it? Yeah. There you go. So you can get your, your FIFA fix on that. I still don't know whether I'm buying an Xbox One. I've um I've I've been thinking about it today and I'm I'm more likely to drop my pre-order of the um the Xbox. Uh just because there's no games out and I want on it. Um does the Xbox have a Netflix app in it? Because um, yeah, oh, yeah I, I was going to say because I mean I think I think we descended into gay innuendo hell before I got to say that I was really Surely really impressed not. with Netflix. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it just seems to work really well. Did I talk about? I would, ima- I would imagine so. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, of course it does because it has on the 360, so I presume it does on the Xbox Xbox One. I don't know if it's hidden behind the gold wall, as in you know you have to have a lot of gold subscription. It, to it, it, it is. Oh, is it? It is on the it is on the 360. I don't know if that continues through to the Xbox One. The PS4, uh, well, PS3's got Netflix um, as standard, so. Um, don't know. I just there's 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 nothing. I mean, I, I'll wait till I think um, because there's other things I want to spend my money on, i.e., monitors and stuff. I'll probably ditch my three three sixty day one edition and go with a uh, pick up a Titanfall bundle when it comes out because that's the only game that's really I'm sort of semi interested in really that's exclusive anyway. Uh, anyway, well, I don't know. turn it back to the Xbox One, which is cool. Any more news? I haven't got any. I haven't got any. No, I'm out. There you go. <laughs> so many jokes. Um, <laughs> He's been out for weeks. <laughs> oh. Brilliant. That's if it's... Oh, forget it. <laughs> I've had and welcome, much... welcome to the obligatory part of the show where everything I've had, I've had too much, shit. I've had too much, I've had too much wine. Uh, okay. Um, if you're going to try and order an Xbox One day one edition or a PS4 or anything else indeed why don't you uh, go to www.maturegamerpodcast.com forward slash Amazon or something like that or just go to the main page sign up join the forum meet some great people have a lot of fun and shop to Amazon through there like I always do Um, also buy stuff from Jinx I'm wearing a Jinx t-shirt at the moment what is which one what is Fink MFG? Fink Manufacturing? Is that a Bioshock? It's from Bioshock. Ah. I won this at MGPX, which was a whole lot of fun. Um, mm. I'm still looking for a Eurogamer ticket, by the way. Um, I think Robbie Roos offered me a an Saturday afternoon afternoon ticket. I didn't mm-hmm. realise there was an afternoon ticket, but the more I think about it, that might just suit me down to the ground, to be honest. So I can turn up there, float around that, and... Uh, when I'm bored of it, just go go for beers with you lot. So, uh, uh, but I'm still on the I'm still on the lookout for a ticket. So if anyone's got it, I don't know if Ro- Robbie's going to come up with the goods on this one, but uh, I better talk to him, I suppose. Um, but that's coming up. So hopefully we're going to meet lots of you there. Uh, make sure you sign up to the forum, etc., 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 and tell us that you're coming, and uh, we'll hook up and we'll go and eat some uh, eat some meat. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's what we're doing isn't it eating some meat uh, <laughs> so that's good review, review us on iTunes like lots of people have uh, we did mention didn't we uh, did we mention that iTunes and Apple have given our shows a bit of a boost I can't remember if that was in one of the many failed starts to this show I think you probably were I don't know I can't uh, remember anymore. when you were cocking about Vimesy um, so yeah, apparently we're getting promoted a little bit by iTunes, which is good. And uh, the main show, for want of a better word, is um, is currently number two, but it was at number one. And uh, hopefully we can ride their coattails, being the you know superior audio experience. Audio experience. Um, it says here promote other shows. I th- I'm not sure I did that. Um, I probably demoted them, but uh, yeah, listen to the night shift and uh, the other show. And uh, uh, I always listen to uh, the other show. It's uh, 
always a good laugh like listening to a couple of old yeah. friends so that's good um follow us on facebook the mature game podcast email the show or preferably just tweet if you want to email mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com I don't think I've seen an email to that email account in ages but I don't think anybody listens to this show John they, they do listen but nobody loves us man nobody loves us they're just the more <laughs> discerning type that don't need to you know make, make sure they're fucking every, everything they do every day is available for people on Twitter to read um, I'm always on Twitter Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but you're quite. I don't follow you, so I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. So I don't. I. I don't. I was only messing around. I don't know if I do follow you or not. Do you tweet a lot? I tweet a fair bit. Oh, I, I, I'll make sure that I. Uh, I am following you then. Uh, follow us on Twitter at MGP Bits if you want to listen to my latest, uh, hear about my latest camping exploits at UK of Homer. I'm at Vimesy74. And I'm at Clarky Snap. <laughs> and um, that will do for now, and we won't go rambling on about anything else for a change. And uh, I hope to. Well, next have... week shall be a nice little intimate one, won't it? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> well, it's just you and Beastie. All oh, right. Right, there's some scores to be settled there. So yeah. look forward to that. And uh, we'll see you in a week. Uh, see you next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.